Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Without further ado, let's open our Bibles to Hosea chapter 10. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but the background of it is um, uh, Israel and, and God is speaking through the prophet Hosea to kind of call them out of their sin and call them out of their their rebellion and call them out of their wickedness. And so, because um, he wants to do a new thing. He's not trying to punish them. He's trying to prune them so that they'll grow. And, and so uh, let's pray and we'll jump into the word. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you today for your word. We thank you, God, that you teach us and you train us according to your word. By your word and by your spirit, you lead us. So, Lord, we ask for help today. Speak to our heart. We are ready. We are willing. And you make us able in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So he, he's he's. Hosea, God speaking through Hosea to uh, the people of Israel concerning their sin and their captivity, you know, uh, to to come out of captivity and and to walk in all that God has for them. But He's challenging them. See, God God corrects those whom He loves. And look, I better put my ten minutes on, or I'll just get rolling. So God corrects those who He loves. So we want to be correctable. We want to be teachable. God does not condemn, but He corrects. And sometimes there's a weightiness to his correction, but we want to be open to that. So for sake of time, let's look in Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. It says, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and reigns righteousness on you. Now look at this next verse. This next verse is really good too. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because you trusted in your own way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Man, this is a, a sobering, challenging, but yet, man, amazing verse. And what he's telling Israel is, look, you, you've done it your way. Are, are you done? Are, like, are you done doing it your way? Or do you just still want to do it your way? Because your way, you know, God's like saying, look, your way, you can do it your way or you can do it my way. Choice is yours. But my way is better. I designed you for something better. I, I planned something better in your life. And, um, and what has happened is many of us, me included in, in different seasons and times in my life, have, you know, you plow wickedness. You, you begin to and and it's not something that God's doing. It's it's me doing it. I can't blame God for my disobedience. It's something that maybe I've done. Or you plow wickedness. You you reap iniquity. And and, and what that means is you're sowing wickedness, and you then you reap iniquity. The Bible says in Galatians chapter six. Uh, many of you know this verse. Uh, it says, uh, "Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that is what he shall reap. And if you sow to the flesh, meaning your way, selfishness, self-centeredness, you will reap destruction. That's not God destroying you. That's not God." punishing you. That's you punishing you. That's you destroying you. You reap what you sow. 
and and whether it's in darkness unrighteousness or if it's in the light the kingdom of god and and righteousness you always reap more than you sow you always reap after you sow and you always reap what you sow so with our with our attitudes and our actions we are sowing thoughts and and so many things in in our life and when we sow to our our selfish way our sinful way our fleshly way by our emotions or whatever when we sow that, we reap destruction, and and sometimes we then we blame God. God, why don't you love me? God, why don't why don't you you know? And and I get that way too, man. I can have a pity party too, but the reality is, you reap what you sow. The good news in that is, you can change what you sow. You want to change what you reap? Change what you sow. Now, look, I'm not a farmer. I'm not an expert on this. I'm just telling you. You want to change what you're reaping? Change what you're sowing. And if you change what you sow, you change your life. And so God is speaking to Israel saying, come out of your captivity. You've done it your way. And, and, and that's why you're in captivity. You're not in captivity because, uh, because I'm mad at you or because I'm trying to punish you or because I'm trying to keep you down or because I'm mean or something like that. You're in captivity because of your sin and your disobedience. And I love you and I don't want you to live in captivity. I want you to be more than a conqueror. So what he's saying is you have to have the courage to cultivate that's what he's saying. Cultivate, to farm, to till up the soil, break up the soil. And the soil represents our heart. Mark chapter 4, Jesus tells a parable that he basically says in Mark chapter 4, if you don't understand this parable, the parable of the sower and the soil, the soil representing your heart, if you don't understand the parable of the sower and the soil, then then. You're not going to understand. He basically said, you're not going to understand anything I say because this is the this is the key parable in Mark chapter four. And it's all about your ground being the heart. And he shared shares, you know, four different types of ground. Uh, but you you have to cultivate it just like Adam in the garden had to tend and cultivate and be responsible for the condition of the garden. You've got to be responsible for the condition of your heart. I've got to be responsible for the condition of my heart. What I think is my responsibility. What I meditate on, what I dwell on is my responsibility. What I hear is my responsibility. What I see is my responsibility. What my attention goes to is my responsibility. I have to guard myself from distraction and I have to discipline myself to focus and give my attention to God and his word. And that's what he's telling them. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up that fallow ground. We all have fallow ground. Fallow ground is areas of our life that maybe one time in the past was fruitful or maybe one time... Uh, you know, or maybe it's never been fruitful. Maybe it's an area of our life that's just not been cultivated. It's not been tilled up. It's not been prepared. The ground or the heart is not prepared for planting. And so maybe you've come out of a season of, of pruning where God, where God does prune, but pruning is not punishment. Pruning is cutting away the dead areas so that there's more fruit in the future. So pruning is not punishment, but maybe you've had some pruning in your life. And um, but you got to realize his motivation in it is not is not to his, his correction in your life is pruning to prepare you for more fruit. But you got to be you got to have the courage to cultivate. It takes courage 
to cultivate or you're just going to keep growing weeds. You're just going to keep, you're just going to, you think, well, I'm not growing anything. Well, yeah, you are. By default, you're growing the things of this world. You're growing the unhealthy, ungodly things of this world that are entangling your life, thorns and thistles and weeds and junk. So what has to happen is you must intentionally have the courage to cultivate. And that's just what I want to, he's speaking to me this morning about for me in my life to, 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 to not just rest on what I already know, but to cultivate different areas of my life. Maybe, maybe you have certain areas where you're good with God and certain areas that are mature in the Lord, but maybe there's other areas he's wanting to increase you. Maybe there's other areas he's wanting to stretch you. Maybe there's other areas that you've kind of had off limits from God because you just don't want to deal with it or you don't want to, you, you don't have time for that, you know, but I, I'm telling you, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time for you to, to break up, stir up the fallow ground, the uncultivated ground, start Start plowing up and turning up the uncultivated ground so you can start planting seed. Prepare for the planting. And the seed is the word of God. And the planting of the word of God is by hearing and by speaking the word of God. That's how you plant it in your heart and you put it deep in your heart. And so, so as, you, as you look at this, I want you to begin to say, Lord, help me break up. Help me to stir up the hard places, the dry places, the waste places, the, the uncultivated, the undeveloped or underdeveloped places in my life where I know your word is not working yet, where I know I've not put your word to work. That maybe, maybe there's certain areas of your life that are really you've not surrendered to the Lord. You've not really brought it before him. You're still doing it your way. You're still doing what you want to do. See, it's a danger. I was telling some people last night, being in God's will is doing what is doing and being in alignment and agreement and submission to what God wants for you. Um, you don't want to. You don't want to be in covetousness, which is you doing, you doing, you seeing something in somebody else's life and you saying, "I want what that person has." Or just just straight up rebellion where you say, I just want what I want. I want what I want, whether God wants it for me or not. That's just straight up sin and rebellion. You want to yield your heart to God and say, not my will be done, but Lord, your will be done. And Lord, I'm going to prepare my heart. I'm going to prepare my heart to receive the word of God. And that means I'm, I'm going to have a, have a willingness to kind of stir stuff up and break up this ground and, and break up the areas of my life that are uncultivated where maybe a bunch of stuff is growing that doesn't need to be growing. You know, so I, I just want to pray for you that you would have the courage to cultivate the ways of God, the word of God into your life. What areas in this season is God inviting you to begin to cultivate so he can grow something and develop something that there'll be fruit in your life that, um, that maybe you never even expected, you never even saw coming. Uh, instead of just instead of just going by default and doing what you've always done, why don't you have the courage to cultivate and take responsibility of the garden of your heart? Take responsibility of what you see and what you hear, what you think about, what you obey, your actions, your time, your decisions. Take the courage to cultivate, break up the fallow ground. Break up the fallow ground and let the word of God come deep into your heart and he'll free you from your captivity. 
So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for those who are are watching, and I pray you give them the courage to cultivate. Give them the courage and wisdom to know how to take responsibility over their own heart. Take responsibility as a disciple of Christ to hear, understand, and obey your word. Lord, that you would just strengthen them in the way that they should go that your will will be obvious in their life and they will live to love you and to please you in all that they do. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hey guys, love you. Have the courage to cultivate. We'll see you Sunday morning. God bless. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.